lurking in the background lurking (laughs) so we had a whole nother episode already taped recorded edited and ready to go but you know what with everything that's going on I haven't really fully or we haven't really fully discussed um the the you know the crisis that our country is going into just the really the um the space that we're in right now. And so we wanted to hop on, not to be like bandwagoners, because if you know us, we are far from that. Like, please definitely do not um, jump on the bandwagon. But this morning, and I I believe by the unctioning of the Lord, I, um, unctioning, that's a funny word to me. I love like church. um, But you know, like that's like a church. Churchies. 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 The church and ease. I love when I like just automatically say like church and ease and church stuff. So, um, no. yeah, first, before we move on, we just, just would like to stop and give honor to God. And, and, who, and who is the head of, is the head of my life. So, and, you know, throughout this, throughout this episode, we are going to have ebbs and flows. You know, we may, you know, one thing that we really, really stand on and we pride ourselves on on Tuesday with Tamika podcast is that we are transparent and we are authentic. So there may be moments that we are laughing, that we are joking, that we are being silly. And then there also may be some moments that we're like, what the heck? Yeah. We're emotional and we're vulnerable because that's human, right? Like those are all very human emotions. So let's, let's kind of try to keep some structure. You know, whenever me and my sister are together, we just be going down a rabbit hole, (laughs) down a rabbit hole. But as we do on every episode of Tuesday with Tamika, we love to give you guys something to stand on, something to really take away from. And this week I'm going to get, I'm going to pass the mic to my sister because she just dropped a beautiful quote. Um, and we're we're not sure who the author is, but I want her to share that. And we're just going to elaborate on that a little bit. And then we're going to go on into the episode. Well, this quote, I heard it, you know, on Barack Obama's internet, you hear things. So I don't, I think it was, uh, I think it was Maya Angelou, but don't quote me because I'm probably wrong, but the quote is still beautiful nonetheless. And it says, every storm runs out of rain. And so even though this is a hard time, 
you know, there's lots of hard times in our existence as a nation, as as the world. Like, I'm sure that shit was crunk. And, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not supposed to cuss. Praise the Lord, say. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure that situation, like, world, world, one. World, world, uh, world, war. That's always, you know, the R's are always tricky for me. But you know what I'm talking about. WW2, you know. Um, you know, during slavery, that, like, that was crazy. Like, that was yeah. a crazy time to live in. And so, like, yeah. I was talking to my fiancé today about that, like, about all the people that came before us and lived in really crazy times, like, really insane times. And even though this time is crazy, like, I'm sitting on the couch eating, like, hot Cheetos with my fiancé, watching Netflix, and I'm chilling. Like, yeah. so, like, so even though this is, like, a stressful time, I, like, I'm just trying to remind myself, like, in comparison, though, like, am I out there picking cotton and being all slaves? No, like, I'm, like know, I'm doing okay. <laughs> and that, like, that's that's a fair statement, right? So mm -hmm. the what kind of prompted me to do this um, impromptu uh, taping this morning is, so last week, or maybe it was either last week or two weeks ago. I'm not really sure because, bruh. Who knows what day, day it is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When you at home in the house with five kids, time just be going. Um, so I posted, I, I, I do remember I posted on um, Facebook that, you know, it feels like all the scary stories that I heard as a child are coming to pass. Mm -hmm. And so let me just kind of clarify what I was talking about. And I also just posted a video on my um uh i instagram so follow us on instagram you can find me at uh tamika thomas tamika underscore thomas underscore social uh facebook at tamika thomas and you can find p at so i know this time guys because you know i'm prepared <laughs> <laughs> on my ig i am putting underscore pf and on my facebook i am nicole sims Yes. So I posted, um, I posted that on my, um, I posted a video about this story that I'm getting ready to share. So I posted the, um, like saying that everything was scary, right? Like all the yeah. scary stories. And, and let me just say, okay, so we grew up and you guys are probably tired of us saying this, but we grew up in a very strict apostolic home. Yes. So not only religious, but apostolic. And there's a difference. There's, mm -hmm. One day, maybe we'll go over like denominations and stuff, but in the apostolic home or in the apostolic church, back in the 90s, it was heavy, heavy teaching on end times, heavy, mm -hmm. heavy teaching on fire and brimstone, heavy, heavy teachers on hell, like heaven and hell, right? So the rapture, I always, in the time. rapture, yes, in yeah. times, right? So I always, like, I would have like, if you are apostolic, raise your hand and say, yes, amen, church, right? <laughs> so I would have, like, nightmares or, like, don't let me wake up and my whole family not in the house because I automatically yeah. think I, I was left behind. You know, we would yeah. have Bible, like, whole youth services where they would have us watch the Left Behind series. Like, scary, <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Crazy indoctrination. It was so scary and, and, and it was a lot of fear based now now here's the thing all of that stuff is word it's true like it's stuff that I believe 100% but as a kid I was like bro like I was scared like no joke 
to step yeah. on an ant because I thought like if I killed something, any sin was unredeemable. Yes, like every sin was unredeemable, and we kind of grew up in the era where we feared God, not in like a respectable way, but like the scary God in the sky that's always looking to strike you down, always looking to send you to hell. So with these new things that are coming up in our world, I started to think like, wow, like it, okay, because PTSD is real. Yeah. Anxiety is real. Trauma is real. Depression is real, right? So initially yeah. I was like, and then there's these ebbs and flows. Mm-hmm. So there's like, you know, were you the cycle of grief, right? Grief is real. Yeah. And right now, a lot of people in our nation and our country are grieving. So initially, when I first started hearing about, and I, this is all going to make sense. Just rock with us for a minute. When I first started um, uh, hearing about the coronavirus, I kind of got mad at my husband. I was like, shut up. Like, why are you? Who cares? Like, it's just fear. Like, they're just trying. Because I am one. I don't watch the news. I don't, like, participate in negativity. So I was like, babe, like, they're just trying to scare us. This is just the common cold. Like, it's just the flu. People, thousands of people die from the flu every day. Like, I don't even know why they tripping, they being. You know, when I then when I started hearing, like, they closed the NBA, I'm like, how you close yeah. the whole NBA? And then so I started like feeling like, dang, maybe this is a little bit serious. And then I was like, I went on, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I went on like a little um, conspiracy theory rabbit hole. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I was like, so maybe it's because of this and maybe it's because of this. Right. So I started thinking of all these reasons why this Corona. And then I started to just, and then someone close to me, one of my students' mother mm-hmm. is in the hospital in ICU fighting wow. for her life from the coronavirus. And I was like, wow, you know, it hit me. I work in the service-based field. Me and my sister both do. And I just started thinking about all my students that have elderly grandparents that are yeah. taking care of them. You know, it just got really real. So let me backtrack when I posted that comment and this is going to connect what my sister said about you know slavery and we're kind of chilling in the house right so when I posted that comment about all the scary things I feel like they're all coming true a a friend that's really near and dear to, to me um she out of all like I know that there was no ill intent no she posted on on my um like she posted a comment basically saying like, girl, get over it. Our ancestors survived slavery. We survived the swine flu, the polo epidemics, like all these stuff. Right. And I, and then I I started to feel guilty. I started to feel guilty for feeling fear, for feeling anxiety, for feeling depression, because a lot of things in my life right now are canceled. Mm -hmm. This is my 40th birthday canceled. Yeah. The journal launch. It may be canceled. I can't get um, Amazon to send my stuff fast enough. So I'm like nervous because I, I pride myself on having quality products. And I told everybody that they would have their journals by April 4th. And now Amazon is like backed up. So I may not be able to get my stuff shipped to my house in time for me to send it out. Like, a lot, you know, my son's 21st birthday, his graduation from boot camp. Amaya's graduating from or promoting from the eighth grade, like, our our little sister Serena it was her 30th birthday like all these big like things in our lives are being canceled so I started to feel like 
well, maybe I'm being selfish because the things in my life are being canceled, but yet um, people die from slavery, which, amen, like, praise the Lord, I'm so grateful. (laughs) I I laugh because it's the the irony. It's not funny. (laughs) It's, It's not funny, but it's like... I mean, I can't do anything about that. Like, I can't, I, I can't, I can't be upset at myself for feeling because people die from slavery. Like, what you know, like I, I use, I feel anxiety. Like, I have anxiety. So, if you know, if anybody's gonna be feeling anxiety, I think it's gonna be me. Um, in depression, and I feel, I feel those things, and so. Like, I tell myself those things to make me feel better, to make me feel empowered that I can survive it, that it's in me to survive hard times. I don't necessarily tell myself things or tell people those things um, to dismiss, like, because we did have, like, a lot of really exciting things coming up as a family um, that we were all looking forward to, you know, so it is disappointing. It is hard. But another thing I tell myself as well, too, like those things may not have happened when we wanted them, but it's not like they can never happen. You know what I mean? Come on, Jesus, because he may not come when you want him, but he's always right on time. You know what I mean? You know, maybe it's me that we know all these little churchisms because they work. (laughs) They are, you know, they are they have definitely been the foundation of my life Mm -hmm. as we're going through this. I did not realize there's a scripture that says, um, hide the scripture in your heart that you may not sin against it. I did not realize how much scripture I knew. Like, yeah. And I not only did I know, but I understand it yeah. and that it's like a staple in my life during this time. Like I have been quoting scriptures left and right yeah. because it's thank God for that apostolic upbringing. Thank God for that. God for I was telling, right. I was telling my kids um, the other day. Uh, the first because they I was like quoting scriptures we was having church at home um our our church uh true zoe apostolic church we they live streamed our service and so I plugged it up to the tv and I was able to our whole family like you know in our house we just had church there and uh I was like I was quoting scriptures as the pastor was talking and my kids was looking at me like how you know that how you know that and I was telling them when we were kids our youth services we had to like preach it wasn't mm-hmm. like, you know, you had to have like a little sermonette ready. You had, you had to, to know, know the word. word. Like you, you had to know the word. Know the word. And so like I, you're too. Know the word of God. Know the word. Like <laughs> your yo Easter um, speech was a whole scripture. You better learn it. And you, you better, better learn it at you two years speak. old. Like you, you better speak. Know you better speak of the word of the Lord. Man, we didn't know we did not um have a problem learning how to read because we had to read the King James version. Had <laughs> to have those reading skills on lock, comprehension on lock. On lock. So you know, I, I just during this time, you guys, we're we're making light of a lot of things because that is truly been um, what's been my saving grace. You know, like my sister says, she suffers from anxiety and depression. I suffer from PTSD. So a lot of these things are, and, and for those of you, I'm pretty sure everybody knows that post-traumatic uh, stress disorder. 
uh, what that means. Uh, but a lot of this stuff triggers things inside yeah. of me. So I'm, I'm like, one day I'm fine. And then I'm like, I go into like panic and fear. Yeah. And I was, I was watching something this morning and it was saying, Right now, um, with everything that we're going through, our brain, first of all, our brain's number one job is to keep us alive. So the amygdala, amygdala, which is the smallest part of our brain, is actually the most active right now. It's Mm -hmm. the fear. It's so fear. It's what tells us, like, the fight or flight. It's what tells us. (laughs) To buy a million packs of tissues. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And so that's, if people are wondering... Because I've had several people say, like, why are people buying tissue? And why is there's like the grocery stores are all the shelves are empty because the amygdala amygdala is active. And so people are like, so remember, we're primal, like at the core, Mm -hmm. no matter how progressive we get as a country, as a people, we are still hunter gatherers. Well, I mean, it was definitely as an educator, it was definitely stressful figuring out how to take a week's worth of lesson plan and flip it to online learning in a matter of 14 hours um so that was definitely hard and like just up and and leaving my students who who, which a lot were in transitions with ieps and other things um was hard um uh well uh, it's an individualized education plan is for students who uh have a varying special abilities and so it's just to support their abilities and where they're at um with their needs um so um you know i had to hold an iep over the phone that should have been held in person and um and so like there's a lot of like stress or guilt with that you know because you want to make sure that you're uh, the families that you serve are doing well and yes. a, a sense of exhaustion as well because it's like okay well let me record all of this let me make these copies let me contact this parent let me do you know so that's been hard and then um you know just personally at home you know with my fiance he was in transition um and you know about to do some things um in his own life and so everything's kind of just been put on hold and so it's just kind of, um, yeah, it's been a little bit crazy um, how everything, you know, we always say, I know I always do like, oh, I just want the world to stop just for like five minutes so I could catch my breath. And the world has stopped for more than five minutes, praise the Lord. Man. And, and, you know, I, I go like, especially as an educator, yeah. like I feel w- weird because um, this year has been incredibly tough. You know, and I've been like, oh, my God, I can't wait till it's over. And it's pretty much technically over. <laughs> like, I'm going to continue to support my students online. But, you know, and yeah. it's weird. Like, when you get what you ask for, it's weird because it's never what you want. Like, it's, you know, it's never presented in a way that you want. And I think we all, yes. like, I know for a lot of my friends and family, the sense of exhaustion, the sense of just wanting to take a break and be home with your family was present has been present for some for quite some time in conversation and passing I don't know if you ever in the office in the break room whatever what is everybody saying how are you I'm tired I'm tired you know and so now we all have the time to rest and it's weird Mm -hmm. because it's like we're not used to it like it's an adjustment Um, yeah it is such an adjustment and and like I was talking about 
earlier, it's it's not crazy. It's just it's different, you know. And when, whenever we're faced with any type of change, it's really really hard to adjust. I know my kids, this whole school, mm-hmm. like their whole educational life, like most yeah. kids, you know, waking them up in the morning is like. <laughs> you know they whine and they you know um especially for my bonus babies they've had to transition a lot so they started a new school and they you know in a new area and there were a lot of changes for them so they you know they've had this sense of like um like they didn't feel connected really to their their school I think because they all went to the same school they're pretty much their whole lives and um now, you know, because they're doing online and the school's probably preparing to finish the year out because here in California, mm-hmm. most schools are over like May, tw- the end of May. So it, it, they may continue yeah. on and extend the school. You know, there's so every day things are changing. Like there's, you can, there's nothing in concrete. There's nothing that is certain, but I have heard them say more yeah. than um, usual, how grateful they are for their teachers. I've heard them talk about how much they miss their peers, you know, and we've really had to be creative. Yeah. Like we're doing a lot of, you know, I've, I'm not an educator. Get the belt. Get the belt. I said. I gave them to. That is, you know, I'm that. <laughs> you know, I'm the, I, I have a very hard time. <laughs> teaching um stuff that I feel like should come normal or easy <laughs> so um I've had to be creative I've had to really pray and ask God for patience so we've done like a lot of um you know I'm a talker like that's my gift my gift is to I guess I am a teacher yeah. but it's, it's just I teach in a different way you know I'm not a traditional teacher so I've had to use YouTube videos and mm. I've had to use, um, we've done a lot of like documentaries um, giggle because growing up, our dad used to make us watch eyes on the prize and we hated it. We hated it like so much. But again, going back yeah. to the things that uh, make you like those scriptures and that foundational teaching, um, that, that stuff made us. And so now I've, I found myself <laughs> having my kids watch the same stuff that my dad like forced us to watch that I hate it. And, um, it's been interesting. Like we we're going on virtual field trips and like, it's so, it's yeah. so interesting how a trip to the grocery store is now like an adventure. Like it's real, like we've really turned it into an adventure. And for me and my household, you know, with the kids, things have changed. Um, for me, you know, I am a service provider. So I provide mental health services within the school system. And um, it's been very difficult. Like P said, the guilt that I have, like not being able to. Yeah. No, because a lot of my children, I can't tell you guys the amount of CPS reports I did um, this year or the amount of like how some kids, I, I oh, I'm going to get emotional. Um, one of the last groups I did before cl- school closed, I was telling the kids to, you know, God is so amazing because this is like, it's amazing yeah. how he gives us strategy and prepares us for things to come. Like we don't even realize that these things are going to come. But I was telling the girls in group, um, like we, we closed our eyes and we visualized our happy place and where we're, because I knew that we were going to, so we were mm-hmm. supposed to be going off for spring break. And then I wasn't going to see them for a week and a half. 
So I was telling them, like, even though we're not together, like, you could still, you know, so some girls were saying, mm-hmm. like, the beach and Disneyland and, like, which all those places are closed, you know. And then yeah. I never forget one of the girls, she said, um, yeah. here, like, here in the group with you, like, this is what makes me feel safe or school makes me, a lot of kids said school makes them feel safe. So I'm feeling like an incredible amount of guilt. Because my kids mm-hmm. have me, they have, you know, my siblings, they have their aunts, their uncles, they have like an Same. amazing support system of people that love them and that, but there are a lot of babies out there that don't have that. So um, I'm, I'm super blessed because uh, yeah. in the mental health field and, and in most fields, there's this thing called HIPAA, right? So it's um, the laws that prevent us from sharing information publicly. And this morning, I got a notification that the uh, Office of Civil Rights and U.S. Department of Health and Human Services announced that effective immediately, um, they will not exercise enforcement um, to, and they're going to waive potential penalties to HIPAA. So this allows us to do like FaceTime with our clients or with mm. our students. It allows us to do, um, because we were worried about that. Like, how do we go about continuing to, we can do telehealth, like we can do all these amazing things, which, you know, pr- uh, previous before coronavirus, we had very strict violations because if you're doing like a FaceTime session or if you're doing like a Zoom meeting and then so, the kid says something or the client says something yeah. and then people around them here or people around you here, you're in violation. So now they have waived all those penalties. So it allows us to touch. And that's just, it's incredible to me that the, like every day things are changing so rapidly. So that's kind yeah. of like where we've been at in this coronavirus journey. Um, I want us to, before we go into, because I got an amazing heart, like felt listener letter um, so I want us to get into okay. that, but I want us, well, no, you know what? Let's do the listener letter first, um, because I think it'll, it'll transition us into, um, I want us to start talking about some of the things. One of the things that I do with my kids in group and my own kids is we talk about what's in our, so I actually have them draw a big old circle on a piece of paper and we talk about what's in our control. So everything that's in our control is inside of the circle and everything that's outside of our control is on the outside. So during this coronavirus um, pandemic, there are a lot of things that are out of our control. And so we received a listener letter. It's the youngest listener letter that we've gotten thus far. It's from a little one, a little kid. Um, Her parents helped her. I'm sure send this email and you can also send your question if you need some advice to Tuesday with Tamika at gmail.com and we will make sure that you are anonymous and we will read your letter live online. Okay. So um, we are going to call this little girl Mookie um, and, <laughs> uh, and she writes, um, so cute, how not to oh, be so scared sweet. during this time so that's her question she just wants to know how do you not i think as people scared? we always try so not to be wanna, scared um, but some that. stuff is scary but just as there are things that are scary yes. there are also things like bravery courage strength other things that are within you 
Like, so sometimes in life, you're going to go through a scary time. This is a scary time. Nobody has ever been during a time like this. Yes, we can compare it to other times. I know I try to soothe myself by comparing it to other times, but those other times the money was still flowing. Money ain't flowing nowhere. So this is serious. If the money ain't flowing, it's a serious situation yeah. and it is scary, but mm-hmm. we're brave. We can do it. Like with God by our side, like what can we not do? Like, it's so crazy how like you, you do things or maybe you have prayed yeah. things maybe out of habit or because you grew up that way or whatever. But um, a, a big scripture that, that I've been seeing a lot around social media is Psalm 91. Now, if you know me and my family, I have a tattoo on my left shoulder, yeah. a flower for each sibling. And on it, I have Psalm 91. And I got that like, I don't know, like 10 years ago, maybe, I don't know. But, but it's always that, like, Things are going to happen. Yeah, it was a while Whether ago. they're going to be good, bad, scary, or whatever, things will happen. But God never leaves. He doesn't cease. Like, in our fear, he is there. He provides us with courage. He provides us with bravery. So all I can tell this little Mookie is that you are brave. You are strong. Everything that you need to get through this is already in you. So in your fear praise in your fear express joy in your fear love your family in your fear continue to wake up open your eyes breathe this god-given air in your health the day that you have it continue until god says otherwise that's all we can do yeah that's so good that's so good i i don't have much to add to that um Little mook mook. All I want to say is, like you know, like Auntie P said, I'm I'm a good auntie. I'm a good auntie. A mom, I don't know if that's gonna be my blessing, but uh, Auntie though, I got that on lock. (laughs) Yes. Um. The only thing I would add to that is. Fear is normal. You know, we don't want to feed our fear. We don't want to um, allow it to grow to where it takes over us. But it's okay to be afraid. Like Auntie P said, these are some scary times. And it is okay to be scared. It's okay to be uncertain. But I also want you to remember, like she said at the beginning of the episode, all storms run out of rain. So, I don't know, you know, you're only 12, so I don't know how many life experiences you had, but I remember being 12 and feeling like everything was like the end of the world, you know, every, I remember having friends, (laughs) like not want to be my friend anymore, and I thought I would never get a new friend, or I, you know, I remember like, you know, certain things that, uh, they just felt catastrophic you know I remember liking the first boy and what you know dump me and look at me now I bet you, you wouldn't dump me Billy I don't yeah. remember your last name but Billy <laughs> you know what I'm saying like I remember those things and I remember being afraid and I remember feel you know mm-hmm. getting a bad grade and it just everything felt yeah. so big and so scary but this too mm-hmm. shall pass Every storm runs out of rain. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Maybe things may be like this for a while. We're creating a new normal. Every crisis brings on new. Yeah, opportunity. The, uh, tiny yeah. symbol for crisis. It also means opportunity. So every 
Yes, every crisis mm-hmm. gives us an opportunity. Our world will never be the same after this. And that's okay. It, it may be a good thing. You know, the way that we treat one another should change. The way that we, you know, hopefully we'll have more gratitude. And we'll, we'll once we are allowed to be together and social distancing is, is now just going to be a thing of the yeah. past. Um, we'll appreciate the time that we have with our teachers and our with our peers. And so I, I want to um, move, move to continue to feel the feelings, find a trusted adult that you can talk to, somebody that's going to help you kind of navigate these feelings. Um, don't be afraid of them. Don't feel like you have to edit them yeah. or hide them because that creates a whole nother set of issues. You know, share your fears, but also know that it's okay to be happy during this time. It's okay yes. to find joy. Like we don't have to sit in the house and just, well, we have to sit yeah. in the house, but we don't have to sit in the house and be like all sad and somber. Like we can find things, you know, FaceTime your friends. If you don't have an iPhone, uh, do uh, TikTok video challenges with your friends. Do, uh, you know, uh, Snapchat and all that stuff that you guys do, that you little youngins do, and be able to connect with your friends virtually. Connect with your, I know teachers, shout out to teachers like uh, P. What P didn't share, you guys, is she created like a whole YouTube channel to teach her students on YouTube. Like teachers are teachers, grocery store workers. You can't forget the truck drivers, the gas station workers, like everybody that is still working to keep our life together. Like, thank you. Just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So much like Tuesday with Tamika. We appreciate you guys. So Mook Mook, I hope that that helped answer your question, baby girl. And anybody out there that may have a question, a comment. Um, thank you guys all for trusting us with your questions. Um, I truly appreciate it. We're getting a lot of listener letters that come in about yes. anxiety and depression. I want you guys to know that. And we're standing with you guys. guys. It's not that something that is foreign to us where we're like, oh, I don't know about that. Like we know very well about that. So we're standing alongside you fighting the battle with you. And it's going to, what it will be, will be. I can't even say it's going to be okay. Cause I don't know, but it's going to be. Will be, yeah, absolutely. But what will be, will be, yes, yes. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna do things a little bit different. Um, <laughs> we've been kind of being crazy. Thank you, thank y'all for that. Still tuning in, that's still listening. Um, because there hasn't been much structure in this episode. But next, I want us to talk about. Um, so two things, sis. I want us to think about. Um, remember our brain, mm-hmm. I said, our yes. brain as uh, number one's job is to keep us alive and to keep us safe. Right. So I want us to go back into the memory of our brains and talk. I want you to share like a story that like, when you think of this, it could be a childhood story. It could be a recent story, <laughs> something that whenever you think about this, and I want to go first. Bossy big sisters. They bossy. <laughs> But I'm thinking of. <laughs> I want us to share uh, stories of our childhood or just anything that whenever we hear, it just like makes us laugh. It makes us feel good because that's what mm-hmm. we have to do in this time is we have to kind of reach back sometimes 
and think of memories that give us joy. So I was being a boxy big sister and I'm going to say when we were little, so we lived in this mobile home park and Mm -hmm. it was five of us, I think in the house at that time. And we were like the popular kids in this mobile home park. First of all, I didn't even know that it was a mobile home park (laughs) until some mean boys told me. It was a nice place, a nice neighborhood. They were just hating. Like everybody loves coming to our house. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, we ain't gonna even go there. Because I didn't let them see what that booty do, but whatever. We (laughs) but um so we lived in this uh mobile home park and all the kids would come. I mean, and we were like we played outside from dusk to dawn, like we had such a ball. And P, being P, like she always. Everybody needs friends, guys. Everybody needs friends. Everyone. To our house. Like she had, like. (laughs) She she befriended the, like, weirdest kids. And so I'll never forget. We were, like, all in the house. And I know for sure it was me, Mike. Serena was probably really little. And dramatic, like just dramatic. On argument with her friend, and <laughs> just super being dramatic. And I don't remember what they like. We was all like peeking in the window, like watching her. One because if her friend would have tried to put hands on her, we would have ran up, and it would have been a whole nother problem. But two because we just loved to like tease P. Like we just loved it. So. Um, I just remember she was in the window and her friend, um, her friend's name was Amber. And she was like, <laughs> it's not even that funny, but it was so funny. You, you guys realize I'm 33 I'm and I've been hearing about this every day of my life. No, mom made me apologize. I didn't want to apologize to that. Ooh, I almost said a B word. But I didn't want to apologize to her. Mom made me apologize, and I was so angry about that. Because you forgot when I had slammed the door in her face. Because I wasn't having it. Don't be arguing with me. You better do what I say you need to do as my friend. (laughs) That's the truth. Mom made you so Till this day, I am 40 years old. I had to be no more than like 10 when that happened. And it still, when I look back and, and whenever I see somebody apologizing, it could be like a sincere. <laughs> it just takes me back to and I be rolling. So this oh week, my I've god like photo albums and i see i have to reach out to amber like i've been on a lot of growing in my life i apologize sincerely <laughs> for my action okay my yeah. story so these mobile home park was popping a lot of crazy stuff happened so my name is Puddin' P. Wacky, Puddin' Pie Feeling, just because I'm just awkward and weird. I've always been awkward and weird as this lovely story. Sorry, Amber. Shout out to Amber. I am sorry. Um, um, but my story, we used to go to church all the time. And big sisters, they don't be following directions. Big sisters don't follow directions. The directions was, you need to make sure that P get from the van to the house because P got a sleepwalking problem. You know how to sleepwalking demon. I had to be delivered, y'all. Sometimes I still sleepwalk though. So anyway, 
about so I sleptwalk and my sister because she wasn't listening you know they be fast trying not to listen big sisters you know how they be doing but anyway and so she didn't hold my hand to the to the from the van to the house which mind you was like five steps yo so it's insane but when you have five kids so we're a family of seven I I walked off I walked off I remember what waking up across the street at my friend Jessica's house, who I think was Native American or something like that. So they had this huge stuffed owl on their their porch. So I woke up and nearly pulled my pants. I was fighting, like, what is going on? I felt like I was like kidnapping this big pterodactyl bird on me in a nest. Like I had no idea what was going on. But like I kind of opened my eyes and looked around and I and I seen that I was just across the street. Like so I was like, oh crap, I, I stepped off across the street. So I went home and I knocked on the door and my mom, she flinged open the door. Her she was crying. Her eyes was big. I think my dad was on the phone. The the house was disheveled. Cause I used to hide and do weird stuff. So like every couch was turned over and and I saw I just was kind of looking like, what's going on? And I remember my mom. She like grabbed me and she like embraced me like tighter than she probably ever held me in her life. And then she gave me the whooping of a lifetime. Like, what is up with this black parenting? What did we can we have an episode about that? <laughs> but yeah, that that's was probably one of my funniest that's memories. That is, and I'm pretty sure. Well, that was your own fault. I I'm was across sure the street, so I think I kidnapped you. Need to think about that. <laughs> but listen, I'm pretty sure I had to hold Karina. And what was Mike doing? Like what? On my neck, and my what? Was just walking. Just, just, he was always just like, what? Like, huh? Like, whatever, y'all. Just come on. Like, whatever. I don't want any problems. <laughs> Oh my gosh. You know, I want you guys at home to text your siblings. If you ain't got no siblings, your cousins, if you ain't got no cousins, your best friend, somebody that you share like funny stories with. And, and this week, you know, as we are continuing our social distancing, as we are continuing, you know, listening to the, you guys listen to them, yeah. like hashtag alone together, like we all are in the same place. I know it's hard, you know, um, our, our worlds are so busy and we're used to the hustle and bustle, but it's for our safety. I would have never thought, you know, I remember just last week yeah. saying like, I don't, well, I don't know nobody that got the coronavirus. More and more. Do, you know, and this, that's going to be more, more than more and more like me and my sister we are yeah blood sisters but as even as we're doing this recording we're doing it remotely like we are taking this serious so um i have not been in, i have not had been in my home yeah. since amaya's birthday and that was pre the stay at home order so yeah we, we are really taking this serious but you can still laugh you can still find joy so i want you to like text a friend call a friend facetime you know, yeah. some type of way where you guys can share these stories, pull out old photo albums, like look at old videos if you have it. My um cousins, the Thorntons, they are like great at having um old videos and old stuff 
you know, so do whatever you have to do to keep humor. Don't keep watch it 24 seven. Get your don't updates every day, but don't watch it 24 seven. It's not good for you. Please don't. It's not good for your mental state, you know, um, continue to journal, continue to eat healthy, continue to hydrate. Like I know it's really easy at times like mm -hmm. this for us to overeat, but that actually causes more depression. So try to limit the amount of like sweets and stuff that you're having. Um, there's some really great recipes for green drinks. I know everybody are not, is not into that, but, mm -hmm. uh, ginger, uh, um, takes out inflammation and it helps fight viruses and colds and stuff. Because if you anything like every me, little thing, if I you anything like me, every my pinch coronavirus. Oh, you know, this. Like, oh my god, like I'm such a like just super neurotic. And so like, <laughs> like try just to not be like that, guys. Because it's not. <laughs> yeah. Try not to, you know, because you can, yeah. you can actually um, create systems yeah. in your head and then you can stress yourself to being sick. It's us, the community. So Telespace is an online um, therapy. Like you can, you can do therapy online and you can actually contact Telespace. We will put all of their information in the show notes. It is a great way um, for those of us that, first of all, uh, therapy and mental health is for everybody. You don't have to be quote unquote crazy. Yes. Like it's something that everybody could utilize in this time. Um, and not only in this time, but just being mm -hmm. a human. In general, everybody can benefit from therapy. I always go. say therapy exactly. works, go. Hashtag, therapy works, go. So uh, I'm going to put all their information. Um, I believe that they are an in, um, insurance-based company. But there are, like I said, every day our world is changing. So if you get in contact with your mental health provider or, or get in contact with a mental health provider, they're doing what is now called teletherapy. And so you should be able to do some type of Zoom or it may even just be over the phone. Um, if you have not yet gotten a mental health provider or a therapist, you know, find a trusted friend, find a life coach, find, you know, connect yeah. with people positive on social media. Stop looking at the, um, the doom and gloom stuff. You know, you might need to unfollow some pages that trigger you, you know, think, do things to really take care of yourself. Listen to your body. And, and if you're starting to feel like if definitely you, every time you and a girl may not be doing nothing, but like showing her hair videos and maybe that just really brings up anxiety for you. <laughs> unfollow. It's OK. Like, it's OK to unfollow people. It's OK to take care of yourself first. Um, and it's OK to have the yeah. ebbs and flows of life. That's really what I wanted you guys to take away from this episode, you know. One day you might be sitting on the couch eating hot Cheetos, feeling happy. And then and within minutes, you may feel like you just want to curl up and watch a sad movie because you need to cry. You know, all of that is okay. It's all okay. Yeah. Like, it's okay for you yeah. to experience every human emotion. God gave them to us. God gave them to us. You know, um, I also want you guys that are believers 
to uh, remember to connect to our source. Prayer works. Prayer changes things. You Prayer, know, yeah. Do your meditation. Do your journaling. Do what you need to do to take care of yourself. I hope um, this. I hope this Tuesday with Tamika, this last forty-five minutes or so that we've been with you. I hope that it just brought 45 minutes of joy and laughter you know me and p together we like just sugar and yeah. spice you know and, it, and it's just it, um i love <laughs> when i'm able to connect with my sister via um so especially when we're together but remotely on the phone whatever find you your person yeah. she's definitely my person that i could be vulnerable with that i can um laugh cry you know whatever <clears throat> and as she said remember Every storm runs out of rain. So we will get through this. This too shall pass. One day, this history books are being written as we speak with this um, 2020. Yes. Um, like the memes have said, if somebody is playing Jumanji, come on, hurry up and let's finish this. Because this is just... All I want to know, like, we was out for 2020. Like, 2020 was about to be, like, I feel like, you know... I got ordered 2020 off Wish and it got here and it was like, yeah, sucks. Right, right. Like, <laughs> I keep seeing the. Like, what's going on? Like, this doesn't look, look nothing like the picture. Like the picture. I, this is not what I want. <laughs> man. But, you know, it. <laughs> it is A whole it is. You know, we're living through these times. Um, as I talked about in last week's episode, which if you have not, go back and, and look at listen to these episodes. I believe that you'll be able to get everything or get something from every one of them, all the way from the first one of comparison to the blended family episode to dating after the D word. Um, and, and last week was the symphony of life where I talked about my journey of self-love. And then this one, um, this week, uh, next month, we are going to be doing authors, so we have a whole bunch of interviews with authors. But as we say always on Tuesday with Tamika, we are going to continue to lift as we climb. Remember, storms, every storm runs out of rain. We love you guys. We miss you guys. Yes. Bye-bye.